belief in an afterlife is metaphorically true, but literally false? That statement was made by the ever-controversial Brett Weinstein on his podcast. A bold statement, to be sure, but Jordan Peterson's response proved even more fascinating. And if you're a storyteller, it's worth digging deeper into this philosophical conversation about storytelling and the nature of truth. I'm Jay Shear, this is the Story Geeks Podcast, and today we're asking the question, what do evolution and religion have to do with storytelling? The YouTube algorithm suggested that I watch a conversation between evolutionary biologist Brett Weinstein and psychologist Jordan Peterson, both controversial, thought-provoking philosophers, or if you have a strong dislike of them, two long-winded guys on a podcast. But whether or not you like them or hate them, this discussion has important implications for storytellers because they delve into human evolution, religion, and the power of storytelling. So what do evolution and religion have to do with storytelling? Maybe everything. Weinstein and Peterson's full conversation covers a variety of topics, but I'm going to focus in on their thoughts about storytelling. In order to do that effectively without you having to listen to their entire show, I do need to set up their conversation for you. From the jump, Jordan and Brett launch into their theories on evolution and consciousness, which leads them down a path of noting the differences between animals and humans. The key takeaway here is that they agree on the first discussion point. One of the notable attributes that separates humans from the rest of the animal kingdom is the unique way in which humans are able to delay gratification. In other words, when given the choice between instant gratification, let's say the taste bud satisfaction and sugar rush of eating a Twinkie, or delayed gratification, having six-pack abs for this coming summer, Humans are capable of making a value judgment and delaying their gratification in order to achieve the bigger goal. This is my example, by the way, because I like Twinkies. <laughs> in this case, eating a Twinkie is easy and washboard abs are hard. I swear there's a storytelling connection coming here, but I have to set up a bit more of their argument first before I can get there. Brett Weinstein and Jordan Peterson agree delayed gratification separates human beings from animals, which brings Brett to his next more controversial point. The human capability to delay gratification is the reason why humans form beliefs in an afterlife. Because you or I can say no to Twinkies and get washboard abs, you can also delay instant gratification while you're living so that you can attain a superior afterlife. In other words, your religion is based entirely on evolutionary biology. Religion, most notably religious beliefs in an afterlife, is an extreme form of our unique human ability to delay gratification. As an example, if human beings choose not to commit sins here on Earth, which would be instant earthly gratification, while they're alive, they'll receive something far better when they die, a better afterlife, delayed heavenly gratification. Now, I'm using some Judeo-Christian terms here, just to just as an example of terms, but you can apply this to other beliefs in afterlifes as well. 
although not all of them apply, which is a good point that my friend Malachi Ward brought out about this specific conversation. So shout out to Malachi. Brett Weinstein and Jordan Peterson have now presented two points. One, human beings are unique and have the ability to delay gratification. Two, because humans can delay gratification, they form beliefs about the potential of an afterlife. Note the significance here of why religions are formed given an evolutionary framework for human understanding. Said differently, from an evolutionary perspective, it makes sense that humans would form religious beliefs. But there's one more building block to cover here, and then we can finally get into the discussion about storytelling. Let's unpack Brett's sense-making exercise about why it makes sense from an evolutionary biologist's viewpoint that human beings would form religious beliefs about an afterlife. Why would human beings do that? What benefit does that form of delayed gratification have for an evolved species? Brett's theory goes as follows. Humans create religions, which are, according to Brett, a form of mythology. They do that in order to benefit future generations of the species. Reworded more bluntly by me, humans tell themselves lies about the existence of an afterlife so that they'll avoid committing sins, which in turn benefits their offspring. Resisting the instant gratification of sin means setting up future generations to inherit a better planet. The lie you tell yourself about an afterlife is a helpful lie. It tricks you into doing things that help future generations. Brett describes belief in an afterlife as metaphorically true, but literally false. Metaphorically true, but literally false. Now we've got three building blocks that we're building off of. Human beings are unique in that they can delay gratification. Because human beings can delay gratification, they form beliefs in the potential for an afterlife. And then finally, our third, which we just talked about, belief in an afterlife is an example of delayed gratification meant to impact the lives of our offspring and is metaphorically true, but literally false. That's from Brett. Now we can finally transition into our discussion about storytelling, which is where I get far more interested in this particular topic. So here it is, the connective tissue binding evolution, religion, and storytelling all together. Most works of fiction strive to be metaphorically true, but literally false. Jordan Peterson picks up on this point here by asking a critical question. What contains the greater truth? The metaphor that benefits humanity or the cold hard facts that may cause humanity harm? My paraphrase, but his actual words can be listened to on the podcast. A link to their podcast is down in the description below. Storytellers should not miss this point or the implications of it. Jordan Peterson is asking an important question. Is it better to believe in the fantasy that improves your life and the lives of those around you? Or is it better to face the grim reality of the dreadful scenario that lies before you? Which belief is better for humanity as a whole and you specifically? Which begs a deeper question that must be considered, what is truth? Do facts that offer nothing more than cold comfort, a better knowledge of reality perhaps, but that paint a bleak, despairing future, do those facts contain more truth than a belief in a fantasy world that actually furthers the species? Which truth is superior? The implication for storytellers is striking. 
How do we approach the art of storytelling given the implication that storytelling itself could be a higher form of truth? Let that sink in for a minute. Is storytelling a higher form of truth? While Brett and Jordan go on to compare religious beliefs to scientific beliefs, in which Brett makes some fascinating comparisons, I'll skip ahead a bit because I want to focus on the storytelling. There's a lot to unpack here. And for the record, I've never heard Jordan Peterson or Brett Weinstein claim to be a storyteller. But Jordan Peterson, as a psychologist, does spend a lot of time talking about personal responsibility and comparing that ideal to the hero's journey as outlined by Joseph Campbell, which he talks about here on this podcast as well. If metaphor and fantasy can convey higher forms of truth, then the implications for storytellers are enormous. Storytellers then have an incredible responsibility to humanity. In fact, Jordan Peterson absently wonders if storytelling can give us a picture of the divine or stated differently, the highest form of truth. But I'm going to respond to that question separately because as a Christ follower, I have some thoughts. But for now, I'll stick to the implications of this theory for storytellers specifically. If we assume the points made here are valid and have some level of meaning, which is optional to be sure, and like Malachi Ward said, there are other versions of other afterlifes that we would also need to consider to look at the bigger picture here. But still, there are these building blocks of this conversation that we have to consider. One, human beings are unique in that they can delay gratification. Because humans can delay gratification, they form beliefs about the potential of an afterlife. Belief in an afterlife is an example of delayed gratification meant to impact the lives of our offspring and is, according to Brett Weinstein, metaphorically true but literally false. Which brings us to point number four, belief in and adherence to metaphor and fantasy may present us with a higher form of truth than does belief in cold, hard facts. If you ever listen to the videos and podcasts we produce for the Art of Storytelling YouTube channel, or the Story Geeks podcast, or even my articles on Medium, then you know we care passionately about that last point. The implications of the last point are striking, and they present storytellers with some important questions to consider. One, what beliefs will I, the storyteller, form in the minds of those who engage in my stories? Two, do I have a responsibility to tap into a higher form of truth? And three, is storytelling a quest for truth and perhaps even a quest to understand the divine? In a future video, in a future article, I will actually define what I mean by the divine. Those who know me will know that I answer the second and third questions with a resounding yes which means that the answer to the first question must consciously and ardently be worked out if storytellers are to tap into something that changes lives. Many storytellers may respond with, I'm not trying to change lives, I just want to entertain. That's all fine and good, but I would argue that the question still must be considered, maybe in less detail, but at least pondered momentarily. Why? Because if the storyteller ignores the implications of the story's impact on their audience, what if the storyteller drives people in an opposing direction to the truth? What if the storyteller's audience begins to believe in outright lies? Jordan Peterson and Brett Weinstein are suggesting that the human mind is shaped by stories. Stories drive belief. 
What stories are feeding your belief system? And are those stories improving your life and the lives of those around you, or are they causing harm? If you're a storyteller, would you accept driving your audience in a direction that causes harm, either to the individual or to the community at large? It's a heavy question. And it's the reason, by the way, that we here at the Story Geeks podcast are always encouraging both storytellers and their audiences to question everything in your favorite stories and always seek the truth. I'll end by posing the root of these questions back to you. Whether you're a storyteller or someone who loves to engage with these stories, consider this the next time you find yourself engaging in a story. Ask the question, what is truth? If you like this show, check out the Impactful Writing Podcast right here on this podcast channel. Caleb Monroe and I cover a bunch of storytelling topics on that show, and I highly recommend our series on great movie openings, which launches on July 5th, 2021 on YouTube, and then posts to the podcast feed on July 12th. Make sure you subscribe to your preferred podcast provider so you don't miss it. And also let me know your thoughts on today's show. I'd love to hear them. Question everything in your favorite stories and always seek the truth.